Hello, you amazing women on your path to homeownership. Today's episode is all about the ways women just like you are leveraging current market conditions to their advantage. It is no secret that mortgage rates have gone up a bunch. We keep going back and forth, teetering around that 8% mark at the recording of this video. With the increase in home prices combined with these interest rates, it is pushing many people to just throw their arms up and say, never mind, this just is not for me. But ladies, I want to encourage you out of that way of thinking. Here at Home Buying for Women, we are all about finding creative ways to help you achieve your goal of home ownership. So let's get to it. The first way you can leverage the market of today to your advantage is by getting the sellers to pay an interest rate buy down for you. Now, what is an interest rate buy down? Here's how this works. When you start the process with a lender to find out how much of a home you can afford, that will be based on the interest rate that you qualify for at that time. Today, a lender might tell you that you can get a loan of up to $250,000 at an 8.25% interest rate. So that's your max budget. Now, if you're putting 10% down, then that would mean you're shopping for a house up to $277,777. Now, you find the home for that price. If you bought that home with no buy down, then your monthly principal and interest payment for that $250,000 loan at 8.25% would be $1,877.07. Well, then you have your realtor negotiate a 2 1 buy down for you. The sellers agree to this, and that saves you $339.01 per month in year one of your mortgage. Then $100 $172.81 a month in year two of that mortgage. Your saving over the first two years of that loan will total $6,141.85. Now, the way this works is the sellers pay for this difference in the interest rate for those first two years. So you're paying two points less for the first year of the mortgage and one point less for the second year of the mortgage. Since in this example, your $250,000 loan is at an 8.25% interest rate for the first year of owning that home, as the buyer, your mortgage payment is such that your interest rate is only 6.25%. So you're actually only paying $1,538.06 for the principal and interest portion of the loan in year one of that mortgage. The seller pays for the $339.01 monthly difference. For the second year of owning the home, your mortgage is such that your interest rate is only 7.25%. So you're paying $1,704 for the principal and interest portion of the loan. There's also a 3-2-1 buy down that works the same way, but has the interest rate in the first year going down three points below. So you'd be paying an effective mortgage rate of 5.25% in this example, which would put your principal and interest payment at $1,379.25. Now the cost to the seller almost doubles with a 3-2-1 buy down. It was previously a total expense of $6,141 with a 2-1 buy-down, but the 3-2-1 buy-down turned it to being over $12,000. And before you can count on a 3-2-1 buy-down, you will want to make sure that the lender will allow this much credit for your loan. So again, back to me reminding you to go into this with a great lender who knows how to do this. Now here are some of the frequently asked questions with an interest rate buy-down. Why would you buy down the interest rate? This is a great way to get into the home now at today's price and temporarily reduce your monthly cost of home ownership. It can help you free up cash to add to your savings or a contingency fund to further create a financial cushion for yourself and you can refinance for lower rates if they go down. Now, how do I make sure the seller pays for this every month? Well, this is a huge benefit of this program. The seller pays for this subsidy in one lump sum at closing. So you don't have to go back to the seller to get this monthly payment or worry that the seller might miss a payment. This gets collected upfront at the time of closing. The funds are put into an escrow account and dispersed for you. The buy down is all administered for you behind the scenes. So you do not have to do anything but pay what is on your mortgage statement. 
Now again, you will need to make sure you are working with a lender who can set this up because there is special documentation that has to be set up and signed off on at closing to make sure the funds are allocated properly. So why can't you increase your budget if the sellers are willing to pay down your mortgage? Well, this buy down is temporary and it will revert back to the original interest rate after the term if you don't refinance. So you still have to qualify for the loan today at that 8.25% interest rate. So just because your monthly debt burden will be temporarily lightened due to lower monthly payments, the lender wants to make sure you qualify at the original terms that were currently offered. So there aren't any surprises when the mortgage goes back to the full percentage to be due from you. Now, can you refinance a buy down loan if rates go down? Yes, and that's one of the beauties of this. If you refinance the loan during the term of the rate buy-down, the seller credits that would have gone to the loan get refunded back to you. So you don't lose those credits and you are not locked into the loan for the entire term. It is a win-win. Should you buy down your interest rate? Well, this isn't something that you would typically do for yourself since you're not actually saving any money by doing this on your own. Where this comes to your advantage is if you can get the seller to pay for this on your behalf and sellers are willing to do it. In my local MLS, there are currently 740 listings that are offering some sort of rate buy down. That's before they've been even asked to provide it. Consider the fact that in September 2023 for my local MLS, sellers negotiated an average of 4.4% off their original asking price of the home to sell. The average sales price was a little over $450,000. So the math says that sellers are willing to negotiate a little over $20,000 off the sale of their home. That gives you enough for a 2-1 buy down and some extra money towards closing costs. So here's a quick recap. The pros and cons of buying down the interest rate. Pros, the seller pays for it up front. It's administered for you, so it's a set it and forget it system. It can help you pad your savings for the short term. Cons, it does not increase your shopping budget for a home since you still have to qualify at the higher interest rate. When the buy down expires, the new payments could come to you as a surprise. Not all lenders offer this, so be sure you're working with a lender who can facilitate a buy down and we can connect you to one. All right, now you're an expert on mortgage rate buy downs. So on to the second way you can buy a home today at below market interest rates. And that is by buying new construction spec homes. Yes, you can get a really good deal right now on a brand new home. Builders are heavily incentivizing their spec homes right now. I'm recording this video towards the end of 2023 and Q4 tends to be a really good time for buying a builder spec home just in general. But this year, there are some additional advantages. First, like any other year, builders want to get things off the books before the end of the year. They do not like carrying liabilities over to the new year and prefer to close out any finished inventory ASAP. This year, there's a little more in it for buyers because builder confidence is back down for the third month in a row, according to the NAHB Wells Fargo Housing Market Index. Builders are highly reactionary and now is the time to take advantage of their negative outlook and the end of year timing. A lot of builders are offering extremely reduced interest rates to lure buyers in. In, and it's working. The Mortgage Bankers Association is consistently reporting that new home purchase applications have had eight consecutive months of annual gains. And at the same time, mortgage applications in general are seeing dramatic declines. I have seen builders give as much as 10% off the list price of a home to get it sold. So not only could you get a great price, but you could also use these credits a builder is willing to give you to buy down your interest rate. So you can get a double benefit by getting that lower price and a reduced interest rate. Now, be careful with this. Many of these rates are introductory, meaning they are going to change at some point during the term. 
Rarely are these permanent rate buy-downs, so be sure to ask the builder's lender if it's permanent or temporary, and ask them to show you in the documentation where it says whether or not it's temporary or permanent. I promise you do not want any surprises in this. And finally, the third way buyers are able to get below market interest rates right now is by finding homes for sale that have an assumable mortgage. Right now, there are 105 homes listed on our MLS promoting an assumable rate. And that's just for the sellers who know that it's even a possibility. There are plenty who don't know. I'm actually in the process of selling my home right now, and I called my mortgage company to see if my loan is assumable. The first person on the call said it was and transferred me to a division that handles the assumption process. After doing a little more digging on the type of loan I have, it turns out that my loan is only assumable by a family member. So that unfortunately is not going to help me for the sale of my home right now. Now, by the way, I had to wait on hold for over an hour to find out my mortgage wasn't assumable. I asked about the time and they said they have been inundated with calls lately on assumable mortgages. So let's start with the basics. What is an assumable mortgage? An assumable mortgage is an existing mortgage that can be taken over by a buyer who then becomes responsible for the remaining mortgage payments. So if you're looking to buy a house where the seller had a 3.5% interest rate that's assumable, you could take over that existing mortgage payment and maintain that payment as is. Not a bad deal, right? Well, there's a little more to it, so keep tracking with me. So the next question, can you assume a mortgage? Well, that depends if the seller's current lender will allow it. The original loan structure has to allow for it, and that's something the seller can find out by contacting the mortgage lender or by looking at their loan documents. Now, the seller actually has to do this. A mortgage company won't just release details of a specific mortgage to anyone who isn't the mortgager. What mortgages are not assumable? Well, mortgages that have a due on sale clause are not assumable. Conventional loans are not assumable, although like for mine, there are exceptions that can be made for transferring mortga the mortgage to a family member. What mortgages are assumable? FHA loans, VA loans, USDA loans are typically assumable. And how do you know if your loan is an assumable loan? Well, you'll have to contact your lender to find out, or like I said, read your loan documents. And if you've ever tried to read your loan documents, well, you just might wanna go ahead and contact your lender. Now, even if you do have a mortgage that is assumable on paper, you have to be up to date on your payments and in good standing with your mortgage company for them to allow another buyer to step in and take over your mortgage. How does an assumable mortgage work? So hurrah, the seller finds out the loan is assumable and they are up to date on their mortgage payments. Well, the buyer must then get approved for, through the seller's lender. That means going through the entire approval process where the lender will review the buyer's credit score, credit history, income, and that debt to income ratio. The new buyer will have to get completely underwritten by the lender to be able to take over the loan. But here's a big catch in this whole assumption scenario. It's quite likely there is a gap between what the seller owes on the mortgage and what the seller is currently selling the home for. So let's say the seller owes $200,000 on the mortgage, but is selling the home for $300,000. Well, somehow that $100,000 gap needs to be paid by the buyer. And this can be in the form of cash or it can be in the form of a second mortgage on the home. And this is where it can get a little hairy. If you're putting a second mortgage on a home, well, this can now start to affect your debt to income ratio, which then could affect your ability to qualify for the assumable mortgage. And the new loan you're getting, well, that's going to be at today's interest rate, not the interest rate of the loan you're assuming. And while it is better to pay the higher interest rate on the lower amount of money, it's still something to consider when you're factoring in your monthly costs of owning this home. How long does it take to assume a loan? Well, the timing varies based on loan type and the lender's capacity to take it on. But most estimates suggest that you should prepare yourself that this process could take anywhere from 60 to 120 days. Yes, that is two 
to four months. So this is not for someone who needs to move quickly. How much does it cost to assume a loan? Well, the cost will vary by lender, and you should ask this question at the start so there are no surprises down the road. There will be a loan assumption fee, and that generally ranges from 0.5% to 1% of the loan amount. Now, if you have to take out a second loan to cover that gap from the existing mortgage to the actual sales price of the home, then you will likely have additional fees and closing costs associated with that second loan. So again, be sure to ask for all these expenses at the beginning of the process so you go into this well aware of of what your financial outlay will be. As you can see, it is not impossible right now to buy a home. To win in this market, you just have to think outside of the box. And if you're hearing all of this and feel that it is just a little too much and you're just gonna wait for rates to go down or for the prices of houses to go back down, that may not be your best option. We have so much pent up buyer demand that has been going on for years now. During the market run-up of COVID, buyers started to sit it out because they did not want to compete with all the multiple offers and they grew weary of making so many offers and losing. Then the group of sideline buyers grew bigger and bigger when interest rates started increasing. They started saying, well, when interest rates get back into the fives, well, I'll just jump back into the market then. But rates never went back into the fives. They went into the sixes and the sevens and more people said, nah, I'll just wait for rates to go back down again. But they haven't gone back down. So this group of sideline buyers is just consistently getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So one theory of what will eventually happen is that now with this enormous group of sideline buyers, they'll just start to accept interest rates as they are and slowly creep back into the market and that size of the sideline group of buyers will just slowly recede. The second theory is that if rates go down, then you will have a bunch that will go ahead and jump into the market and it'll crowd the market. That will then push the prices back up, create that uber competitive buyer market we just came out of where everything was really difficult and you had to make tons of offers and it was exhausting and there was bidding wars left and right, you don't want to go back into that because you could just forget playing this game of trying to perfectly time the market, operate in a much more calm purchase environment as a buyer where you have the leverage using one of these three methods to get a house today at below market interest rates and lock in the price of the house while getting the peace of mind that you have a home now, today, at today's price. And you can always refinance if rates go down. Okay, you made it this long into this video and it was a very long video. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to rate and subscribe to this channel and share it with your friends. The growth of this channel is critical to help women like you set yourselves up and their families for success in buying a home. My name is Jennifer Shannon. I am a realtor and broker associate with Keller Williams. I created Home Buying for Women to give you step-by-step -step guidance, support, and resources to help women like you achieve your goal of home ownership. If you want to get started on your home buying journey, join one of our growth groups. Growth groups meet virtually and are designed to keep you encouraged through the process and provide you with tips and resources to get you positioned to buy a home. You can sign up for one today at homebuyingforwomen.com slash growth. In addition, those who like to wear suits in the office tell me that I need to let you know that I am not a financial advisor, a CPA, a tax advisor, or anyone that is tied to your individual finances. The content provided by this platform is for informational purposes only and are expressions of opinion. In order to make the best financial decision for your situation, you should seek advice from a seasoned CPA, financial or investment advisor, lender, or realtor. And if you're looking for a seasoned realtor or lender, we can help you with that. Just go to homebuyingforwomen.com slash guide, answer a few questions, and we will get you connected. Well, I will see you in the next episode. Have a wonderful day. Bye now.